Well, this is Steve Moe, and I'm here on the Seedcast. Thanks for joining me, Ron. Hi, thank you for inviting me today. Well, the reason I invited you is that my great-grandfather interviewed your great-grandfather. Right, yeah, I, I do, I do, I have seen it actually. You know about that? years ago, yeah, yeah. yeah. In, in 2019. 2019, yeah. And the thing that it, I love about that is that we were able to reach out and connect with each other a hundred years later in so, that you're the great-grandson of Ron and I'm the great-grandson of Stephen. That's crazy. And, well, the reason we did that is I'm getting all of those former guests, hundreds of them, mm. gathering to remember Seed's podcast, right. which is just such a cool historical oddity. It's, it's, that, it's cool, yeah. That it was done 100 years ago, and my great-grandfather happened to do it. So mm. um, what I'd love to talk with you about is some of the topics that they talked about 100 years ago, but thinking with our hats of being in 2119. Hmm. And what it is that's changed since then? And, you know, one of the things that really struck me um, was that they were talking a lot about countries mm. and where people were from. Yeah. And um, it made me kind of realize that it, it was before, uh, well, of course it was before World War III, mm. which was just one of the worst experiences yeah. that ever happened. Yeah. Um, but after World War III, People really like for our generation to think in terms of national identity. Mm. Like it just, yeah, we just, just don't think that way, do we? No, no, not at all. We just kind of, um, you know, we, we don't really see race anymore. I remember hundred years ago there was uh, a lot of instances where um, there were racial crimes and stuff like that. Um, so now everyone's everyone's everyone and we're all sort of mixed it's quite different yeah. isn't it and yeah. you know in the interview your your great-grandfather talked about moving to new zealand and not being able to speak the language right. can you like it's before the universal translators right do I, you realize that i can't because really understand how he would have felt um, i know it's just it's, just it's bizarre yeah i guess it'll be really tough um in a way for him to feel isolated and and not be able to speak the language and just different culture because we don't have that anymore it's just, i know it's the yeah. technology has advanced so far yeah <laughs> yeah it's just like ancient times sort of thing um uh, i mean with the with the um the networks of travel that we've got and the hypersonic tunnels between continents mm. like you know we could literally be in korea in 35 minutes yeah because I think it was what 16 18 hours just to travel from Korea to New Zealand. I don't know. I, yeah. That was like 100 years ago. I think that it was more airplanes that they used oh, back then. Oh, yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah. there's different technology. So Yeah. Just trying I to think imagine. You're right. It probably they probably did fly. I guess they would have flown like um like Auckland. I wonder if they could go all the way to Korea or if they had to stop I, I on the way. I remember my dad telling me it used to be they had to like stop um i think they had to stop in different countries before coming to new zealand or they right. it'll it was very rare for them to go from straight to korea to new zealand yeah um i'm not sure why maybe refueling don't yeah. know and yeah. i think uh, my dad told me that um land in auckland and they had to fly again to christchurch because oh really yeah 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 ah. and that was the norm <laughs> at That's the time crazy. no straight travels so, to destinations so yeah no straight travels at all yeah yeah the straight travels are really the way to get from one place to another um yeah and and, and i think muskink is just like the, the revolution of hypersonic 
yeah. travel by train. I mean, can't really imagine, you know, otherwise. I, I can't really imagine actually spending 18 hours on, on a transport uh, yeah. and then getting to a destination and then flying again or, or traveling again. That's, yeah. that's bit. to have transport units like that. Is, <laughs> yeah. Crazy. yeah. I mean, because we yesterday you were in London, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. And, and then it just took. And then you've just come here for this this interview yeah and so that we could meet face to face but how long did that take from london um, to new zealand i think that was only about an hour something like that yeah. you know i just watched a couple of videos and i was here so didn't, didn't really pay too much attention to time but yeah yeah um we don't really think about that stuff anymore do we it's just no. travel time it's just instant well i think back then they hadn't even what year did they first land on mars i'm just trying to remember was no that idea. 2000 i think it was 2030 Mm. It's something like that. Anyway, something like that, right? Um, yeah. But you know, at that time when they were talking, that no human had been to Mars yet. Yeah. Can you believe that? It's not habitable, and you know, it was a dream to to live in Mars. Well, people are living in Mars now. Yeah. Yeah. So it's a bit, it's a bit crazy, I guess. For people hundred years ago, it's hard to comprehend what sort of technology we would have. Two thousand yeah. yeah, but you know, it happened, and. Um, I well, guess yeah. I think as well in the interview, your your great grandfather talked a lot about business and you know like he wanted to be a, a succeed in business and stuff. Yeah, which is kind of it's really interesting to me to because of course today we we have businesses and things and that's important, mm. but um, there's so much assistance that we've got from helpers. Yeah, and know. AIs and yeah, it's. It's, I think time's changed a lot. Um, there's no labor workers around. Um, it's all machine um, machine done. Mm-hmm. And um, the business that we have now is really, it's more about creative thinking now mm-hmm. um, other than people actually going out there doing things. Um, uh, I think it's it's a good in a way that we're, we've, we're living in a good time where we can just do everything through our fingertips. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. And I think the businesses that do exist, like now they have to say what their purpose is. Mm. And it has to be more than just making money. Yeah, exactly. Which I think, you know, like a hundred years ago, there was there there was this mindset of we're making money and and how much profit will there be. Yeah. And now we've kind of moved beyond that paradigm and it is really about purpose. Yes. And companies need to have purpose beyond yeah. just making money. Definitely. It's it's quite it's quite shocking to me that the purpose wasn't there 100 years ago because mm. it should have been like that from the start. Mm-hmm. Um, it's quite hard to believe that um, what, I've, what I heard is 100 years ago, um, company used to not recycle things properly because oh, they only really? recycled um, plastics that or materials that they can get money out of it. Wow. Hence why... You know, it's private owned and capitalism at, at best. Back then, people didn't know, people didn't care. But different times now, they have to do what's right. <laughs> you think? What were they thinking though? Like, what, did they not know that they all lived on the same planet? I guess they didn't. I guess they're quite uh, selfish back in the days. Um, in a way that they just didn't care, and money came first. But you know, I think I think it's good that we don't think th- that way anymore, and um, businesses actually have purpose and and actually think about the future yeah, instead of just their own pocket thinking about their own pockets yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and i guess it was the next generation like be thinking after those guys it was the next generation that really started going we need to develop solutions here we got to mm-hmm. um 
fix the problems yeah definitely rather than create more <laughs> yeah 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 definitely um it's once again it's super crazy to think that people had that thought process that money came first before the future mm. but um yeah it was the next generation that um came through and then kind of put their hand up and said enough is enough um we all need to be educated in this field and actually look after our planet otherwise we're all gonna die <laughs> yeah so yeah it's, it's quite crazy that um times were like that back in the days yeah but now looking back we know that norm should be that purpose comes first yeah and sustainability comes first that's so. right yeah so did you get a chance to meet your great-grandfather ron no you're named after him but. yeah yeah i'm named after him and um i'm quite privileged that i'm named after him because he was like he was a great man he fought for his um his uh, vision and purpose um he was the one um, that kind of taught my granddad and, and my uh, father about mm -hmm. the um, value of purpose and um actually speaking up about it's not about money it's actually about sustainability in our future mm -hmm. so he um did a lot of work in um a sort of plastic and packaging area to become one of the his company to become one of the most um sustainable health supplement company in the right. world so interesting yeah. so it moved beyond that interview that we um listened to that was the early stages of it wasn't it yes yeah, yeah. so what did he what did it go on to become um so so uh, from my um, uh, story that my father told me that is um, it, it went to um, become um, they changed their packaging um, mm -hmm. to be more sustainable and they they what they really focused on was actually educating the customers and, and the consumers about um, the sustainability side uh um back in the days they used to use glass um a lot um mm -hmm. they didn't no one really realized um glass um took a lot of carbon footprint to create and and recycle that they, they didn't know that at the time mm -hmm. um, a lot of people didn't so they uh, went on to uh talk about it broadcast that glass or some of these packagings are not the best solution and um he, he uh, ron grand great granddad ron um began to um expand into uh more sustainable resources such as um uh, cannabis hemp and marijuana you know it was illegal back then hmm. to to grow marijuana and or have have a business that's supported around it so it's quite crazy our know, hemp is used so readily available right now you know hmm. it's it's just the norm now hmm. yeah um I, what i did hear is that hemp used to be the norm back in the days even four hundred, maybe hundred fifty years ago. Okay, it used to be very readily available. Um, it was the go-to until some nylon was invented, and the, the current government sort of um, pushed nylon to be the next best thing. Mm. And then, which I yeah. guess is the 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 fake product, right? Like yes. The not the, it, it kind of for a while the world seemed like I don't know much about it, but it seems like it went off into sort of plastic was mm. really good and we can use it in all different ways and i think they used to um i saw a documentary about this they were like going in something called a grocery store yeah and um like basically yeah. well it's where they used to keep all their food deposits right and you'd go into it and you'd you'd get your food deposits it wasn't delivered you have to straight. go there yeah you'd oh, go okay. there it didn't yeah. so now i know it's crazy yeah. <laughs> now of course we have units that that monitor exactly what's in them yeah and, and it sort of it, it orders automatically if you if you've got running out of bananas it will order them for you yeah. or deliver them it will go straight into mm. um your house but back then you used to go to the grocery store you used the to go around store. the physical store and mm. the thing the crazy thing though is you i saw this 
film footage and basically everything in the store was wrapped in packaging like plastic but why (laughs) even even little tiny bags you know like everything it was crazy that's quite excessive isn't it i think yeah well they they just didn't know they didn't know what they were doing to the world i think so um but it kind of the point is it went off on a skew there away from the natural products of you know hundreds of years ago Mm. and all of a sudden plastics and those inorganic ways became really popular and thankfully it's come back the other way and of course now um we just don't have that same issue of the but the the great thing is i mean that discovery uh, who can forget 2025 like that year was amazing wasn't it because that was the year that they discovered the bacteria that could actually eat the plastic yeah that's um like i don't know what we would do if they hadn't made yeah, that discovery it was that um discovered by the japanese um the professor wasn't it that um that eats plastic and we were able yeah. to actually get rid of plastic yeah. yeah um i mean i guess if we didn't have that bacteria in 2025 the world would be full of them <laughs> yeah because yeah, um looking looking from what you you're hearing from you everything was covered in plastic even yeah. it'll be what well, you said it's plastic even little things are common plastic yeah everything everything like you'd go like if you wanted to buy something sweet you know yeah. which um i know we don't have it as readily available today yeah. but if you did so back, back, in, back in the back in the day um chocolate mm. was readily available you could you could buy it if you wanted and anyway it would come wrapped in little wrappers and they were like colorful right and, and it represented different flavors and things so right yeah, so it's, it's different times it's just to me it seems very unnecessary and i feel like people were just not well informed at the time i agree with you yeah and the thing is like if you look at the human body yeah surely they must have known that what goes in comes out right like yeah. it's basic but at the time it's like they just didn't care yeah yeah definitely i think but i think it you know you have to give them credit it's scientific advances which means mm. that we now understand yeah the important like in that interview they talked about omega-3 and things yeah. and now we understand the vital role that it plays in our bodies and yeah of course it's available but mm. they just didn't know they just didn't know yeah i guess thankfully we're in a time that we're more educated um i guess you know we it's quick to blame um, them for the actions, but I guess education does come in a big play. If mm-hmm. they knew it, I'm sure they wouldn't have done the same. Yeah. Um, I hope so anyway. Um, some some businesses back in the days, I, I did hear that they did know it, but um, they kind of focused more on their uh, profits and, and getting deeper pockets but you know times have changed thank god <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah yeah that's yeah. right yeah exactly well um the i guess the thing is we don't know what people will be saying us about us in a hundred years from now but <laughs> yeah <laughs> i do want to say thanks for coming on this um yeah. seedcast and um it's been the you know it's been going for a hundred years now so there's literally thousands of interviews and and you get to join them um representing your great grandfather yeah no thank you for your invitation and i really thoroughly enjoyed talking about what it was like in 2019 (laughs) it was awesome thank you thank you very much